the dawn of civilization. Primitive, dangerous, exciting. The handwriting is on the wall. If the human race is ever going to amount to anything, it needs the most civilized caveman I have ever seen. Ah, look who's come out of his cave. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in. This is James from Cave Dweller Music. I'm joined today by Paul from Al Ripper Recordings, a really interesting label that's based out of Chechia. You may have seen some of his work online. He's quite prolific, and he's also done quite a bit of work for other artists uh, in the production side of things. Thank you so much for jumping on the show. We appreciate you taking the time. Uh, no worries. It's, uh, it's great to get the invite to, uh, to have a chat with you as well. Do you want to maybe just tell people a little bit about the label, the Arupa Recordings, your project, the L, and just some of the stuff that you do? Um, so, okay, Al Ripper first. Um, that started up around three years ago when I just I just wanted an outlet for you know making physical releases of my own stuff as the Owl. Um, so just you know a few like handmade tapes and CDRs and stuff like that, um, and then you know, past sort of smaller labels that I've done and promotion pages and stuff like that. I have put together quite a few compilations, um, either, you know, the online ones or CDs of MP3 compilations, you know, like a couple hundred tracks just to pass around. So I've always done a lot of compilations as well. So as time went on and I kind of wanted to do a little bit more with the label, then these compilations started happening and then sort of naturally kind of progressed into, you know, putting a few things out for people that I'd been talking to or working with. And then it's sort of progressed a little bit more, finding different, you know, projects, different bands. That I'd like to, I don't know, just help out, just spread the word a little bit more. How, how do you find like a, a project? Do you just kind of search through Bandcamp or your stuff just comes up to you or? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I keep it so that it's, you know, like mostly invite only. Well, it is invite only, really. But there has been a few bands or people have said, you know, we have we have this release. Maybe maybe you're interested. And usually I will say, you know, no, but there are a few that will pop up. And I'm like, actually, yeah, that's, you know, more people need to hear this kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, like like the force fed horsehead album, yes. You know, I'm glad they, you mentioned they that. Actually, <laughs> they actually got in touch, um, and I had a quick listen. You know, as the email popped up, and I was like, okay, this is these are really good. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and then really once once hearing that album, it was like, oh my god, just got to, you know, there there are some things that are like the exceptions to the rule and stuff, but mostly right. I would like to keep it invite only because you know it's a limited amount of time um you know i'd love to release three four hundred things a year between al ripper and my own stuff but it's you know i try but it's not possible <laughs> so that's but yeah uh, like that's that, i was gonna say that album's fantastic they um they actually came in our podcast to talk about it as well yeah 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 so I had to listen to that. So they they seem really sound guys as well. So yeah, this is this is you know one of the main things as well. You know there'll be I, I like to keep it sort of mainly amongst people that I know already because you right. know I know that they're sound. I know little bits of the background. I've had longer conversations with them beyond just you know I like your music. 
you know, that kind of thing. So, you know, we'll actually talk about life, talk about what people think and stuff. And then eventually it's like, you know, okay, yeah, you make good sounds. I like how you think. I like the kind of person you are. Let's, right. let's you know, pass that around some more. No, that's awesome. So, mm. I saw that you just put out uh, Squelch Chamber, another album by Squelch Chamber. Oh, I yeah. was not sure if that was still going. Yeah, so it's um, John was the guy that I originally talked to um, and then got to, there's, there's two, um, yeah. a lot called Jay as well. They, they both seem really sound. One, mm -hmm. One's a little bit more quiet than the other, just quite direct. And, you know, right. Jay's a bit more like chatty. And, you know, we, we've talked a lot about all sorts of stuff actually over the last <laughs> couple of months through through this but i kind of knew uh, them a little bit before because they've done stuff you know with trepanation and uh, you know uh, i think curse, curse monk, monk. as well yeah, yeah it's curse monk um so you know like I, i've kind of f followed them for a little while and they're definitely doing something different and they've got definitely. one of the best names for a bands that i've ever heard so i love it yeah it's great <laughs> but you, just, think... you just immediately know you're going to get something horrible and weird and and just filthy and it's like yeah i want to listen to all of that <laughs> i think it accurately like describes their sound too like uh mm -hmm. scotch chamber is a very appropriate name for what you're listening to that's it it's it's the kind of thing you didn't realize you needed to know about and then you see that name and you're like yeah i remember on their last album they had uh this one section with the bass that they fed through so many filters that it barely even <laughs> sounded like it was an instrument and it was incredible i was like that is the weirdest sound and it's just awesome yeah the, the this one's kind of more towards just keeping it sort of slow but there's a lot of uh, noise a lot of layers a lot of just it's it's incredibly powerful but it, it's yeah. kind of interesting because you know they've got this kind of sludgy noise thing but also there's quite a few nods to like noise rock and early yeah, therapy definitely. and stuff like that and it's like it's actually quite an interesting take on that yeah. sort of sound i think yeah it's like you've got the extreme side i think there's like sludge for sure in there and like you said noise like uh 90s noise rock stuff which is really cool mm -hmm. cool combo plus also like you you know getting to sort of you know work on it with them and knowing a bit more about them and also you know reading the lyrics and working on the video a little bit more it's kind of actually there's there's way more layers to this than even the, the many layers that are already there of the noise so like you know they're really like the the lyrics are actually dealing with stuff you know and a bit yeah. sort of confrontational and just being like do you know what this is the the planet's all a bit fucked, so let's uh, let's talk about it. <laughs> it's it's actually I've been meaning to say like it's it's amazing the amount of stuff that that you do, you know, like it's, oh, there's, there's constantly like so many different outlets and things to try, and it's like you know doing a lot of worthwhile things, especially with like the compilations and just Thank being you. incredibly well organized with everything that you're doing. So it's like. It's you know it's influential. It's uh, inspiring. I appreciate that. It's uh we have a, we have a good team, which really helps. So it was just me initially when this first started, really, and now we've got like five other admins and a whole team of riders and stuff. So it's we've got a good support network, which is great. It makes a big difference. Yeah, yeah. I, I've you know a lot of this is is just me doing this, and I've been trying to 
think in my head how you know I, I think in the long term I'd like to get a few more people involved yeah but it's just trying to figure out how to delegate those things it you know to different people and and which what you know because all of the things I'm kind of like you know when it comes down to social media stuff or I you know I've or the the kind of music or bands or <clears throat> styles or compilations or layouts or anything like that I kind of have it all in my head and then it just falls out so it's like how you delegate that to somebody else right you and know, then also uh, I, also the trust of like hand having someone else handle the things that you normally handle initially uh, is, you have to let uh, go of that as well yeah, I'm just I'm still trying to figure this out in my mind you know <laughs> I, I'd like to do it it would be it would be cool to have you know a few more people doing some things that you know people that are on the same page so you know mm-hmm. maybe further down the line <laughs> and that will really free you up to do other stuff that you want to do and be able to work with more people which would be great yeah yeah so there's there's definitely a lot more riffs and weird noises that I want to put out there and and <laughs> you know build build more on like this sort of the stories and the messages that I'm trying to get other with the, the owl and the owls and morbid beauty as well with like the more mm-hmm. that's a bit more confrontational noise stuff and there's loads of subjects that I would like to tackle and you know loads of artwork that I've got already and and everything like that but it's just it's finding the time to keep up with all the <laughs> like basics of the concepts it's, right that it can be quite difficult so that's our ripper what about the owl is that that's your personal stuff that you put out right yeah 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 so that's uh that started around 2018 um and at that time, I was doing quite a lot of bands. Um, I was in six active bands at the time. Um, oh. And like two of them were doing quite a lot of tours and stuff. Like Gets Worse and 100-Year-Old Man. Um, and a few other bands that were, you know, occasional practice, occasional gigs. Um, but since, you know, the, the early 90s, really, I've I've always done, you know, weird electric electronic stuff weird noise ambient things even if it's just me on a keyboard recording into tape um and i i hadn't done that for i don't know maybe six or seven years i i had not done any sort of outlet of my own solo things hmm. so i was like you know I, I want want to get going with that again so made a bit more time for it but then as it was kind of you know doing that many bands and trying to keep up with everything was getting a bit much so you know calm that down a little bit and then met my then-to-be wife so I was like okay I know I'm probably going to be moving leaving the country so you know reduce the band some more and then the owl became more of a thing because you know that was like in the end that was that was the only kind of band or project I had at one point so and it was just it, it became really liberating almost because I you know I, I started it to do you know just ambient and bass led droney sort of stuff and then it kind of sp- spiraled into all kinds of directions because you know I've I've always liked the all styles of music since since hearing 
you know, jumping already off yours in the late 80s. So, mm. you know, I can quite happily listen to ambient noise to thrash to whatever, you know, go any directions. And I always like to try and show that in the bands and projects that I do. I uh, I appreciate that because I'm exactly the same way. Like I have the cave dwellers stuff that I do, which is the heavy side of things and the underground extreme, all that stuff. And then mm-hmm. I run a non-profit record label on the side that's completely different. That focuses on like folk music, world music, okay. like uh, re- yeah, reggae, hi- uh, hip hop, funk. Like you know, it's the other side of the music spectrum. It's nice to have the balance between the two because you get to operate in different circles. Yeah, yeah, but you can you can also you know put what you learn from one into another. You know if you can figure out if it applies or not. Um, I have the same with you know uh, because I've played in bands for for a lot of my life. I, I try and apply similar things to like the noise and experimental stuff in mm-hmm. you know like song structures and and the way of putting stories together and. You know this kind of thing, where which you know some of the like ambient or noise is kind of structureless and you know doesn't have as much with loops and stuff like that. It's just kind right. of you know like a, a fluid thing. But I really like riffs. You know, I've I've always liked riffs since I was yeah. since I was very little. So it's you know even in that style of music, I like to put that in. So I just thought, well, I've learned that from this this sort of thing now i can apply it to something else whose music kind of got you into the ambient space like initially as an actual like young kid like five and six i I got into stuff um through film soundtracks and and animations and stuff Mm. so um like kyan is like you know the the film that kind of got me into music and film and soundtracks and everything so philip glass you know that kind of stuff but then once i got to i don't know listening to john peel and the you know uh bbc radio shows and stuff at the end of the 80s they would play stuff like the orb future sound of london um you know and then then some classics the brian eno and you know i suppose some of like the the prog rock stuff had a lot of ambient parts as well yeah yeah. um so i was you know even as a kid i would kind of like you know a lot of the the proggy kind of things and it it was always like the 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 weird spacey noises that i was like oh i think i like that more than i like the singing parts and the things about (laughs) running around in the hills so yeah so and and yeah just the, the strange noises kind of always grabbed me a little bit more, I think. So especially, I mean, you know, even when it comes to um, the, the heavier stuff, the, the metal stuff, really, especially now, it, it, this, the the bands that would grab me more are the ones that would have these weird bits or weird noises just pop up out of nowhere and, you know, just little noise parts. Or mm-hmm. I, I do really like sort of grind with electronics in it me too yeah that's great power electronics stuff in grind is fantastic yeah it's just you know just just when you think it can't get more intense you know <laughs> you, you get like four or five minutes into a record and then you've just got some more layers of noise just thrown in you're like 
Okay. <laughs> this is a ride. Did, did you ever hear? Um, I'm trying. I'm just looking up right now what year it came out. Uh, here, here it is. Uh, it's a project called Duma, D-U-M-A, uh, from Uganda. Oh yeah, yeah. Are you um, that one? one of, yeah, one of my uh, friends from Leeds. Um, he's, I think, he did mastering on that, or he's he's done. He's done quite a few from that scene. There's like the the Nyega Nyega tapes. Yes, that's it. Sorry, uh, yeah. the tapes are from Uganda. The band is from Kenya. I just remembered, mm. but still, uh, amazing project. That was like a, a really cool mix of grindcore, electronics, and then like field recordings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's there seems to be like I, I've not explored that sort of that label and you know that sort of scene as much as I should do really um we've we've only got so many hours in a week but you know right when you got all these these you're saying before about if how I'm finding stuff for owl ripper it's like I I do spend a lot of time on Bandcamp. <laughs> I've got yeah. to admit and you know SoundCloud and YouTube just going through all the stuff but um exactly exactly yeah. what I do with my my little non-profit label too I just constantly searching and anything I think is cool I just reach out yeah and and it's you know it's because it's I've kind of figured out apart from when I'm actually you know making music but when I'm putting together you know um the imagery for releases or anything like that you know I don't necessarily need to be listening to that I can just be on with something else so you can just you can listen to you know 10 different styles from 10 10 different countries whilst right. <laughs> making exactly. the images for an album. So yeah, I, I, I like that. The one thing with SoundCloud, I just, I wish it was a little easier to navigate search wise. I, mm. I feel like it's not yeah. very intuitive. Like when you try to search for a certain genre and there's no way to refine really by, like you can't refine by location or like, you know, it's, it's just not much you can do to refine searches. It's, it's always bothered me. Yeah. I think it's, it's, there's a good thing to be said for having, you know, a lot of like custom tags and custom genre things as well. But then, yeah, when it comes down to searching, it becomes quite difficult. Um, right. You know, uh, there's there's all sorts of <laughs> people are just putting anything on on there, like tags wise and stuff. But yeah, it's it's kind of uh, SoundCloud has always been almost there, but not quite. Yeah. I agree. You know, like ever since I, you know, used it for for quite a while, and I will keep dipping in every so often. Um, I, I quite like how on the app, you know, the the track comes up, and I like how it shows the wave file. You know, mm. like I, I'm I'm very much a fan of like WAV files and seeing the shapes of the sound. <laughs> so, that is cool. you know, that's that's kind of a nice touch. Um. It's so, also nice how easy it is to like repost people's music. So if, if you like something, you just got like it's really easy to share with who follow like, yeah, yeah. people that follow you, which is nice, I guess. But I I really love like the search functionality on Bandcamp. I think it's fantastic. Like I I love being able to search by location and genre. Yeah, 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 definitely. So because you know it's it's been quite good um, for me, obviously, with moving to to check um, mm. and kind of trying to get more and more knowing of what's going on in the various areas you know the same that i would in england you kind of get to know all the little scenes in all mm -hmm. the in all the various cities and towns and stuff obviously coming to a new place i was just like okay 
<laughs> overwhelmed again. There's so many, you know, towns and everything that I can't even pronounce. I need to try <laughs> and find some bands from them just to check out. Brisbane, you know, there's there's a, so much stuff on there. The, the history over the last, you know, 30 years of the country. So, so yeah, I can just just go on the, a journey around the country without leaving the house. It's great. That's really cool. Um, my co-host Brendan's just joined. I uh, just wanted to let, say hey. Okay. What's up? <laughs> All right, though. How are you? Yeah, man. Good. <laughs> nice, nice. I oh, uh, someone, just apologize for being late. Someone's pictures just popped up. <laughs> <laughs> it went we from are... the Shredstorm logo to a, to a little bearded guy, and now it's gone back to the logo again. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> There we go. The uh, we were just been talking about the, his label and then the, the owl stuff. So um, I know that you like to ask the questions about local stuff in in uh, scenes and all that sort of thing. So feel free to, to kick off those questions. Yeah, yeah. I mo- I moved here uh, two years, well, just under two years ago. Gotcha. How was that for you? It's uh, it's you know, I I love this country, and you know the 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 people that I've moved around is is like you know it's, it's a great scene. On it's I'm on the east side of Czech, so it's kind of bordering Poland and Slovakia, um, and there's you know it's a, a rich place for like punk and metal and you know grind and noise and weird stuff. And That's everyone's awesome. nice, and there's and there's a great like DIY culture and stuff like that. So it's kind of because I came from Leeds, and it's it's actually got a lot of similarities there. You know, the people, a similar kind of that sort of working class kind of people, and they just you know if something's not happening, they're like, oh, oh fuck it, we'll just do it ourselves. You know. And so they just get on with it, you know. So it's it's great for things like that. Gotcha. What are um like all like the like the restaurants and things of that nature? Like, is it all kind of like um traditional style restaurants and things like that? Like kind of like a lot of like street foods and things, or is it like how's how's that culture? Um, it's it's a bit of a mix. It's a bit more. There's quite a lot of um like Asian. Um, and there's a few like vegan and veggie places kicking around, which is great yeah. for me. Um, so yeah, and there's you know a few. It's I, I think this side where I am uh, is near uh, Ostrava. That's the, the city, which is like twenty minutes away, and it's kind of a kind of quietly progressive area sort of thing. It's like it's you know there's there's quite a few sort of bars and DIY spaces and art spaces and things like that you know a bunch of galleries and everything around um, yeah so you know it's kind of a little bit traditional with the sort of architecture and some of the places and then it's sort of moving away from that as well a little bit so it's a uh, you know it's it's a nice area for living oh yeah that sounds great do you have um a bunch of cool uh like local scenes to help like venues and whatnot to go check out cool music or like places to put on your bands and such yeah yeah so um the town i'm in is oliver and it's it's got about thirty thousand people in it so it's just you know it's a pretty small small place like you know 20 kilometers away from the nearest like major city 
Um, and there is a, a DIY collective space, like 10 minutes from the house, which um, my wife and a few other band, a few other people around here run. Um, gotcha. so they, they do, you know, like sort of two, three gigs a month, a couple of club nights. There's um, a social care aspect to the place as well. And they have, you know, art galleries and discussions and film evenings and stuff there. So, you know, they, they've been going for 25 years. Um, so it's kind of, you know, even though it is, you know, those those punk weirdos that are doing it you know it's kind of become an integral part of the town really um so you know it's certainly where i grew up um which was a similar sized town okay um, there was there was definitely nothing like that you know where i grew up there was one pub where you know if i went in as a mosher i was going to get stabbed so you know it's like it's just a pretty horrible place and the, the pulled all of the area down because of gangs and all that kind of stuff. So to, to then move to like a nice town, which has got a DIY punk venue in it is, it's incredible. That's sweet. What's your, um <laughs> your favorite spot to host shows? Um, well, so, so this place is called Futra. Um, okay. And that's, you know, like I've played a few gigs in there and there's also uh, in Ostrava, the, the near city, there's a place called Provost, um, which is like sort of 90, 100 people capacity and played a few times in there. Um, and, you know, they're, they're like, that. They're, that's also run by some friends as well. <clears throat> so, nice. you know, it's just, uh, it's kind of that, you know, good friend atmosphere and, you know, bringing a few a few bands from out of out of the country, you know, every so often as well. So nice. And it's got a good space and all that. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it's uh and also compared to England, it's ridiculously cheap. So Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. You know. Nice. Have you uh been to any spots where you're just like, ooh, I, I don't think I would ever do this again? <laughs> um no, actually, it's uh, you know, like everywhere I've been been going. I guess you know, because I'm sort of lucky enough to be around the people who have been playing in bands like a long time. Like the the, the people in the Owls, they're both you know been playing in bands for twenty years and stuff. So they yeah. they kind of already know some of the places that is maybe best to avoid. <laughs> you know, the because you know there's obviously you go everywhere and there's somewhere there's a pub that's you know more where the nazi knobheads hang out so you just go oh don't go in there go to this one over here <laughs> gotcha. so, but thankfully there's not too much of it so yeah know, that's a good thing yeah so i know like czech is pretty good for you know avoiding all this this nazi shit um Poland is a bit more <laughs> rife, just yeah. just over the border. But um, you know, Hun Hungary in that area is really bad from what I've been reading for a while now. Yeah, yeah. So I, I've not actually been over to to Hungary. That's okay. Yeah, I would I would definitely like to to get over there at some point. But, but... Have you been to um, Prague? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so bef before moving here, I I yeah. did come to 
uh, did come to check quite a lot because I would okay. come over for Obscene Extreme. Um, oh, nice. The time. That's meant to be really so, great. Yeah, it's <laughs> the, the craziest place. It really is. So, yeah, tell, um, us, tell us a little bit about that, actually, because I'd love to hear a little bit about that festival. Yeah. Um, so the first time I came was 2004, and I think it was probably like about 1, 1,200 people, and then it's Ooh. you know gradually grown. And I, I, I'm not sure, like it's, it's kind of hard to judge how many people, but you know it's up to sort of I don't know eight to ten thousand, I think. But oh, wow, um, but like the uh, uh, Cherby, the main guy that runs it, is just is incredible. You know, he's built it up steadily, and you know he's done the label and you know he's just kept it going this this sort of idea and it's just gradually grown and grown and grown and now i mean this that festival has pretty much put the you know the czech metal scene i guess on the map between that right. and brutal assault yes um, that's, that's meant to be great too yeah um but it's it's you know it's a crazy time and it's intense music because it's all just one stage you know so like three of the days it starts at like 10 in the morning bands until 3 34 in the morning and then it starts again <laughs> and you just you know it's just like there's 80 bands over the course of the four days and there's oh. about 20 million blast beats and it's, <laughs> it's but it's it's super chilled out as well you know there's 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 areas for like kids to go play um, oh cool really? so it's like all ages yeah yes yeah. So they, they have like a, a kinder grinder section where it's just <laughs> like you know people people can just go drop the kids off for a little bit and then go have a mosh <laughs> and fall down the hill and then come back and go all right all right kid <laughs> so you know it's uh yeah it's it's an amazing amazing fest everyone should go there at least once you know, if they can get over, just just go do it. Hell yeah! Cool. I gotta get my pass for it. I gotta work on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brendan and I do uh, Maryland Death Fest, and we've got our tickets for next year for that one. We went last year as well, so that's yeah, the we, we've done to something like that. That's, uh, that's which, pretty sweet. Which, which one was it? Which fest? Maryland Death Fest. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah I, it's fun. I, I, I've been to a, a couple of Maryland death fests before. That's pretty intense as well. You know, spread across the various stages in various parts yeah. of the yeah, town, so. like 10-15 <laughs> minute walks in between some of the venues. Yeah, yeah. So, but it is great. Um, but yeah, I was the, lucky really because I played it once and visited once as well. Sweet. Wow. Who did you? Which band of yours did you play with? Uh, gets worse. Okay. Nice. So we did. Awesome. Um, we did like a week long tour with uh, Weekend Nachos and oh, the Afternoon Gen- and the Afternoon Gentlemen, and yeah, it was on the East Coast, and so it was like crazy sold out shows with Weekend Nachos, and then finishing at Maryland Death Fest. It was just like that's. <laughs> that was a proper insane week, really. Oh <laughs> yeah, awesome. man. Where um, where'd you guys play at Maryland? Soundstage or the like, uh, Ram's Head? Yeah, it was Soundstage. Wow, sweet, so, nice. That's awesome. Uh, it was uh, it was kind of a bit of a blur, really. I mean, you know, obviously it's 
grindcore as well. So it was just a bit, you know, <laughs> but it was just, it's still one of the bigger gigs that I've played. And, yeah, yeah. You know, you just like, there's, we'd been there for a couple of days and it was at the end of the tour. And then it was like, so this, this 20 minutes of playing in amongst <laughs> that week of all that is just like, it's, yeah, bit of a blur, but just, thankfully there's pictures and videos to be like, yeah, I remember. <laughs> That's awesome. What are uh, a couple of local bands in uh, your area that people should check out? Um, well, I I can recommend uh, an actual Bandcamp page to check out, which is yeah. uh, there's a DIY scene all over, um, which that's basically got like a an archival history going back to 1995 wow. of like. All, all the bands from the, this town and sort of adjoining like areas. Um, there's, that's like, you know, punk and noise and grind and some electronic stuff and ambient stuff. Um, there's like um, a band called Dino, which is just D-N-O. Um, that's the Owls drummer. He's also in Dino. And that's kind of yeah. like... A screamo y hardcore with a bit of black metal edges to it. Nice. Um there's there's a few bands in Ostrava as well. Um there's there's, there's a little selection well, there's there's two guys they've they've played together in loads of bands, uh Skulder and Vicky, and they're all in, they're in like um Masola and Kulma and Prugal Kanabe. Um they've just they've just done a oh Shiva Yoga as well. Um there's just loads of loads of blast beat and weird noises going on. Like Masola is um drums and saxophone. Oh I love it. <laughs> so oh, it's yeah. just it, it's basically like naked city, you know, Mr. Bungle-esque kind of stuff. Nice. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> How do you? Um, um... Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, and and there's also um, a label called Korobushka Records, which they've put out um, Masola before. They've put out one of the Owl records. Hmm. Um, there's loads of weird noise and experimental and kind of garage punk and weird kind of things. So. Yeah, there's there's a bunch more bands. <laughs> Imperative, uh, Tilikum, you know, plenty of them. <laughs> so it's a, it's a it's a great scene around here. That's awesome. Ah, awesome. yeah. uh, I was gonna ask, uh, how did you get uh, hooked up with um, Squelch Chamber? Um, well, I I'd been listening to them quite a lot before, um, and and I was immediately drawn to the name because it's just incredible. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I, I messaged them and just said, you know, I've, I've liked your stuff for a while. Um, I'd, I'd love it if you could make something for us, even if it had just been, you know, like something for a compilation or, you know, to re-release something they'd done, but they were like, yep, we'll make you something. So, nice. <laughs> which was, uh, yeah, I was, I was very happy about that. And uh, I was going to ask, too, about uh, Force-Fed Horsehead. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they um, 
most of the time, I, I was saying to James before, most of the time I do like to keep it um, invite only because, you know, there's only so much time and also, uh, you know, I want to do my own projects as well. I, I would love to do be the kind of net label that does, you know, two, three hundred releases a year, but it's just impossible if I want to carry on with my own stuff as well. Right. So, but they they are one of the few bands that got in touch just saying, we've got this record, you know, would you be interested in, in putting it out there? Yeah. Um. So, you know, I, I, I did a quick click on it and in my mind I was ready to do the whole, you know, sorry, just, you know, I'm just doing it invite only. It's just a small kind of thing. And then within about three seconds, I was like, Yep, <laughs> this one, <laughs> this one, this one's special. <laughs> yeah, it's super good. Uh, it was just it, instant, absolutely instant. And then listening through the whole thing, but I, I got to the end of it and I was like, "I'm putting that on again." You know, it's just straight away. So yeah, now you know, they're a good, good group of dudes too. Yeah, yeah. This this has been. Um, one of the one of the things I, I always try and you know work with people who I do get on with, you know that I'll I'll chat with and talk about other stuff rather than just the riffs or noises that they're making, you know. And we we end up you know like in some of the emails, it'll just it'll expand beyond you know figuring out something to do with the release. So it'll just start chatting about stuff life you know what what we're up to and things like that so i got the impression that they're just you know they're just proper nice guys that are just enjoying what they're doing and yeah they, they're like a great sort of um spectrum of styles which is everything that i'm trying to find i, I want to find stuff that mixes things together you know that uh, you know it's it's all right a band doing similar stuff every time, but you know, I'd rather them just do something that they've never tried before. And you can, I, I can, I can imagine that their next album will be another completely different thing. Again, you know, they'll oh, they'll, yeah. they'll have this kind of you know set sort of idea, but where it could go, it could go in so many directions. Right, and it's still going to be crushing and heavy for sure. Mm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I just noticed as well, Brendan, we're coming up on time. Did you have any questions left? Um, well, we talked about the venues and the foods. Oh, well, beers. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so you have to. Beers around. Well, it's kind of funny because um, so I I moved to Czech, which is you know world known for like awesome beers and cheap Their beers lager, and stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah, and I don't drink anymore. <laughs> oh, all right. So, I was I was like, um, you know, after uh, I've definitely drunk a lot in <laughs> the thirty years previous to this, but I was like, I, I, you know, I needed to stop. But thankfully, they also do have a good range of, you know, like non-alcoholic beers and stuff, uh -huh. which are just scarily good. You know, like the the, the I, I didn't expect that Czech or Poland would be having like non-alcoholic stuff, but it is really good. Um, so if you know if there's people who aren't drinking that want to visit, then you know they'll be, <laughs> they know they can be all right. But that's cool. Um, but yeah, there, there's <laughs> there is a lot of 
uh, a lot of great stuff, you know, that I've had in the past. And they also like Slivovitzer and Bozhkov and stuff. So they're, they're uh, interesting spirits to drink. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, everything is is re- really so cheap. I, I you know for for the really nice beers, it's the equivalent of like you know two pound. So oh. you know 50, 50, 60 crowns, and you're getting like the sort of nicer IPAs and stuff, and that's in the in the bars as well. Wow, they I know it's like uh, the famous for the pilsners as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah and a lot of that. Pills, yeah, a lot of that would be sort of the equivalent of I don't know, one dollar fifty oh. <laughs> for, for the nice beers. So, so if you make it to obscene extreme, I, I, there's a chance you probably won't get back home. Right. <laughs> I just hey, have one more on. question. I've got one more question yeah. for you because we are wrapping up. Uh, okay. It's a little bit of a put you on the spot question. <laughs> if you were stranded on a desert island. And you had a solar powered discman and three CDs to listen to on repeat until you got rescued. What would they be? Okay. <laughs> um. Well, so my favorite band is Meshuggah, so I would have to at least take a Meshuggah CD. Um. Okay. Probably. Hmm. I don't know. Either either destroy, res, improve, or obzen. Yeah. Um, the choices, the trails. You know, I, I haven't thought about this. I should I should really have thought about this? Um, <laughs> uh, Pentagram by Gorgoroth because I've I've listened to that so many times and just I, I know that I've not listened to it enough. That's like my favorite black metal record. Awesome. Um, and I need something to chill out. Some some dark ambient stuff. Um. I don't know. Can I just take one of mine? I know yes. that sounds like really no, totally fine. <laughs> totally fine. Uh-huh. You know, that's uh, it's really like self-indulgent, but you know, I, I, I'm I make music that I like to listen to, or I'm trying to make music that I like to listen to. So you know of course. I, I so you know, I, I have some that if I'm really kind of needing to you know purge something in my brain or chill out in a certain way, then I know which records of mine I can trust. So, you know, I'd probably maybe maybe the one that Cave Dweller reviewed in the past, which is the Odyssey one. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember because that. that's it. It's got like um, a lot of like ambient stuff on it as well, so it's kind of nice and calming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good. Awesome. Well, that's a good spread. You got some variety across the three. Yeah, some people just like want to get crushed the entire time, and we're like, "Oh man!" <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, if I'm if I'm on the island on my own, I want something that I can run around and mosh to like an absolute idiot, and know that you know maybe maybe a helicopter will fly over at some point, but that's all and be like, "He's being attacked by bees." <laughs> <laughs> so they'll, but they'll come down and investigate. They'll you know they'll, so I can I can get enthusiastic about. Weird my sugar timings, you know. <laughs> uh, awesome. And, wow. and and for when it's night time, you know, put Gorgoroth on and see if I can find some candles. <laughs> Light some palm fronds on fire. Yeah. <laughs> I uh 
I have one more question for you. Uh, if people want to listen to your music or buy the albums that you work on or anything like that, what are the best places to do that? Um, well, as we said before, like, you know, Bandcamp is is the place. Um, I always, you know, try and just put people towards the Owl Bandcamp or Owl Ripper Recordings Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. Um, and and everything is linked to from there. So like the the YouTube with there's like nearly five hundred videos across either my own music or the label stuff or things I've made for other people as well. Um and all the social media and gigs and everything. It's all all linked to from the Bandcamp. So I guess I guess people are using Bandcamp as their actual websites now because you can just get all the information on there. Yeah, and you can link things there and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So I, I've set it up now on the on the owl page. Um, there's just an album, an album in inverted commas, which is just about you know like my history in bands in the past and um, upcoming gigs and stuff like that. So it's just like a bit of a list, and you know it's got some music on it, but it's not an album, so to speak. It's just it's there as like a these are the gigs coming up. Keep it updated. So nice. So so everything's on there. Everything's on the on the old bank camp. Right. Also, well, thank you so much for taking the time to uh to come on the show. It's really great chatting to you. You've got so much going on. Uh it's, it's <laughs> kind of it's nice to see. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's kind of funny as well because I, I was thinking, you know, we could because you, you deal with like the, the mental health stuff you know you've done the the compilations and everything and mm-hmm. a lot of the you know the music that i've put out and stories that i tell in the releases as well is like mental health based and looking after yourself and figuring out how to survive in in all the chaos of the world and stuff so i i even thought maybe we'd go down there but you know there's 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 so much we could cover <laughs> it's, i know that's the thing I mean, you're always welcome to come back on because, like you said, there's so much between what you do and what we do we can discuss, and there's just so much out there to talk about that we'd love to have you back sometime. Okay, deal. <laughs> we could do, yeah. do six six month updates and find out yeah. how our mental oh, health yeah. and how how our mental health and how our riffs are doing. <laughs> and for everyone listening at home, thanks for tuning in. Uh, come back next week with another guest for you. <laughs>